Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. And Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the locker room, which is we've got a lot of people here, Max. You're missing out. We've got Guy Junker here. We've got, you no. know, we got TV crew. You know, come on over. I got to tell Geek, come on over and wave to you. There you go. Oh, He's right Max, over my shoulder. What's up, Guy? How are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> We got, awesome. we got some folks in here, and we're having a good time, and uh, he's going to be, I guess he's going to try to corral you this, this Sunday at the stadium, all right? And, uh, you know, you guys are going to do some business. So, anyhow, I just wanted to let you know. Okay. And, uh, okay. So, it's good to see you, my friend. So, what's the weather like down in Phoenix? Chilly. Chilly today. Chilly. Oh, it's chilly. Yeah, oh, we, my. Yeah, and how chilly is chilly? Oh. Uh 39. The, wow, 39. I bet you, you you guys be like putting on, uh, you know, like all your ski equipment and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're using iodized salt for the roads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking kitchen salt, throwing it on the roads right now, uh, just, just, a, just in preparation. You know, uh, a little preparation there, my friend. Yes, no doubt about <laughs> it. All right. Well, how are you feeling? You looking good, my man? Yeah, no, doing good, doing good. I. We had a we had a good day yesterday, and you know we went to you know went to this nice uh, little concert last night, so it was really nice. Really, um, you took the the, yeah. the good lady Miss Tiffany out for a little night night stuff, yeah. huh? Yeah, we we did adulting. Oh, you did a little a little <laughs> date night. I like that. Yeah, yeah, we went. We got dressed up. Um, went to the Phoenix Art Museum, and they had a uh, candlelight concert series. So whoa, Christmas songs. Yeah, very nice quartet yeah so okay. it was really nice well how did you did you have do you wear a tux or just go suit i just went suit suit okay. and tie but i, I, did I didn't green know i was just asking red man. tie oh nice christmas themed right there we go yeah no and it was and i could definitely could tell we were definitely over overdressed <laughs> we, we, we were we were overdressed for the occasion but you know what we felt good we looked good so therefore, it was all worth. All worth. <laughs> Did they have any uh, hors d'oeuvres, anything like that? You know, little snackerations. No, nothing. Oh. No, because I guess because we were in the art museum, they didn't want to. I didn't would think anything. you'd have no a little something, something. Come on. How could yeah, you not? they have the they they have the side theater where if they would have had it in there, 
it would have been acceptable because right. I've I've been to events over there where they've done it in there and they've had food available, but in the physical museum, nada, nada, man, oh man. You know, you think about yeah. it, you have a little crunchification going on and then right in the middle of the symphony or something like that. I don't know. That would be a little bit rough. But anyhow, welcome, everybody. You got Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. I got to say this, Max. Mike Tomlin said the other day or yesterday in his press conference, he's turning over every stone. The stones are turning over, my friend. Now, what stones are you going to turn over? Well, I, I shoot. For me, if if I if if I'm given an opportunity, Wolf, right? I'm given. Hey, Max, we call you up. Hey, one thing you want us to do in the game? Where's one thing? If you could be a genie and you could grant yourself a wish of what we're <laughs> going to do, yes, I would have to say that I am going to pick six man offensive line run game. Six-man offensive line run game. That is your genie in the bottle answer to turning over every stone. Okay, that's my first. That's my first one. That's my first. One. <clears throat> All right, uh, my my first one would be what, I want to I want to win the toss and I want to go no huddle. I want to go hurry up. I want to go tempo. I would like Ooh, to take the toss, get go. the ball, and say, "All right, let me see if we can like accelerate coming out of the gates." It's a home game. We're looking at four. Uh, games left in the season. We got to win at least three, right? So let's step on the gas and see what what happens here. Let's let Ben just run with it. You might have the last four games of a Hall of Fame career. Why not go at it? And by the way, I'm I'm all for listening if he's going to talk about next year. But re- regardless, okay, you got four. You got four games. Let's focus on it. Just let let the big dog feed. Let him go. Yeah, he's got four guaranteed games. <laughs> Let's put right. it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There 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 there's no contract beyond this, so we can't we can't speculate or 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 talk about anything outside of what he's contractually obligated to do. But um no, I, I'm with you. That would have been my second wish. Is tempo, 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 tempo. When in doubt, tempo. Win, hey, winning grace tempo. <laughs> you know, I think that that you that that's where you're at now as a team. You know, you're gonna have to wear out, confuse, or eliminate the opportunity for them to match if you're if you're the Steelers. And not saying you need to do it from first quarter to fourth quarter, right? But right out the gates, pressure first three series of the game. Give put the ultimate pressure on these guys, and let Ben have the reins. I mean, listen, he has he has, he has sat there and dealt through how many different coordinators over his career, right? And has altered, has changed, has succumbed to it. This guy has has the knowledge base. Let him go out there and let him call the perfect plays. Now. If he if he forgets that we have a running back that he can hand the ball off to, then you might have to remind him some <laughs> subtle times about that. Slow it down but, just a bit. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like, Ben, 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 just hand it off one play. No, we can still go to the line of scrimmage after this, and you can throw, <laughs> but hand it off. Run it every once in a while. Just, just, just saying. Well, the interesting thing to me is, you know, thinking about, and 
you know, as Mike also talked about turning over every stone, he started to list players, too, that could be more available to him. You know, and you start off with guys like Joe Hayden. you got T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, possibly. Joe Haig, uh, which would be J.C. Hassenauer. That would be something. Robert Splain, Carlos Davis, Isaiah Bugs. I didn't hear anything about Kevin Dotson, though. Did you hear anything about that? I didn't I hear didn't the hear name anything. Dotson come up, and that was. Did, well, I didn't hear Dotson, and, of course, I still didn't hear Tua. <laughs> well, so. I think I got a feeling that uh, Stefan Tua's done for the year, my friend. Uh, well, yeah, for sure. I'm just yeah. hoping it's just a year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's that's my ultimate concern. But, yeah, no, I didn't hear anything about Kevin Dotson. Um but I mean, but you, just listing that many guys as potentials to come back is a scary and sad because now you wonder why you're a 500 ball club. But then I'm also empowered because are you empowered? You guys, <laughs> I am empowered. I All am right, empowered I like that, and and I am I am in a good place to know that if we get these guys back for this home stretch, that well, sorry, yeah, the home stretch, not a at home stretch. I just wanted to make sure. I said that out loud yes. and clear. But um, but to get these guys back, that gives us an opportunity at a point where we're at where we need it. We need Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Because it's not only like, oh, my gosh, we're missing them as a starter. We need the depth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little depth thing. wouldn't hurt, would it not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, depth, I'm just saying, you know, nice. you look at that linebacker, you know, whole situation there. It oh, would be nice, man. would it not, huh? It would it would be nice to you know just have a, a a complete second team you know, and not just have a single guy here and there <laughs> kind of moving in and we're praying. Um, but I I think that that that's what we need. That's what we need. And when you talk about going up against the Tennessee team, that 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 cuts their teeth on running the football, Boy. ball possessing, ball hogging. You need bodies to be able to roll through this game. Right, you need Absolutely. fresh resources, and so when you list off the laundry list of guys up with injuries that could potentially be back, that gives me hope that we'll have the bodies requisite. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, one of the things you look at, and uh, I, I have to say, is Montrevious Adams has been a surprise, a, a nice surprise. Would you not say? Okay, I mean, it's it's Absolutely. not a uh, yeah. I just now. If you can get Carlos Davis back, Isaiah Bugs, you know, you're getting some depth on the defensive line, the interior of that defensive line, which has been, I mean, let's face it, it it's Cam is just unbelievable. Chris Wormley's played up at least as well as you would hope he could, you know, but still it's not the stuff onto it. And, you know, you need, uh, you know, more reps coming from guys like Carlos Davis and Isaiah possibly. Uh, but Montrevious is somebody that I think is going to fit into the mix rather well and bring some good snaps again, uh, you know, that, that could very well go deep in this last four games. Well, and, and you know, the addition of my, I mean, we, we realize what, you know, kind of a guy who knows how to play a true 3-4 knows right. looks like. I think that's the other thing that makes it so glaring and why – Boom, instant addition because he, he got in, he understood it, he's done it, and it fit right in. And so, no, he has been a huge welcomed addition. You know, the que I think the question is, 
Why didn't we find him sooner? You know? Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, you're cherry picking off somebody else's practice squad, but you bring in this yeah. dude, and you know, he 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 does have an upside. Like a glove, like a glove, <laughs> like a glove. So you say? He, he, yes, he, he he fit right on in. So I mean, I, I am I am excited at the prospect because I think you need you need the depth a, but b those young guys need to learn. And the only way you learn is through physical reps and simulated game experiences. Right. And we, we got four games left, and we got plenty of opportunity, especially defensively, for you to make a name for yourself on this defense. You know, Devin Bush, when he was interviewed, what was that, earlier this week? Mm-hmm. You, know, talk, talk, you know, he was the one saying, hey, listen, nobody really on the defense is living up to their expectations. So – when when you have a guy that's in a position like Devin Bush saying that about the entire defense, now I would probably argue Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, right. Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, but you know but how it is. It's one for all, I all digress. for one type of mentality. It is completely, you know, the Dumont method of three musketeers. I get it. Um, but the what? No, 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 no. You can't, you can't just throw the three musketeers out there without explaining a little bit there. The Dumont. I mean, that was even uh, a little uh, bit of well, French with a little accent there. Well, Alexander Dumont wrote the three musketeers. So I was, <laughs> well, just some saying, of us, you know, mere humans don't know that, that Alexander oh, Dumont okay. wrote yeah, the three Alexander musketeers. Dumont I'm sorry. Yeah. Wrote the three mus- yeah, hey, sorry, you said sorry, it was such so, a flair. You know, I love that flair. Yeah, yeah well, well, have you a know, croissant you have, while you're at it, bud. When you have the rapier, you know, <laughs> it, it is it is a very flair esque type of sword, you know. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but no, uh, you know, I I think that's kind of where you have to look and say, there's an opportunity here, especially within the last four games when we're yes. talking about lasting impressions on coaches going into the off season or postseason. This is a chance for guys, whatever it's been at the beginning part of this year, whatever it's been at specific points, leave the lasting impression if your first impression (laughs) wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Give give them a reason to call you in the offseason, to find that pay phone we were talking about yesterday. Right? Give (laughs) them a reason to try and get The David Little pay phone. The David Little pay phone. Um, you know, the, you know, the pay as you go mobile, the, the mint mobile, whatever, you know, whatever way of get, of, of leaving that impression so that somebody is, is eager to either try and get you or the Steelers are trying to retain you. That's what you're doing. And there's only four games left, quote unquote. If you, if you win, if you win them, Hey, you get, you get the opportunity to play one more. But the biggest thing is you've got to fight. Absolutely. You've got to fight at this moment. Got to fight. It's going to be huge. You know, I mean, really, this is it. I mean, you're 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 down to you know almost exactly what you got to do. I mean, really, let's face it. If you it, to 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 get to the playoffs and have any chance of doing something, making some sort of a run into the Lombardi Land Trophy run, there, uh, you gotta you gotta think about winning out. I mean, really, you need to win out. That's what you need to do. Uh, just as you did, what, back in 05? You know, we yeah, keep talking yeah. about that. You guys went on a streak right at the end. Was there any big team meeting there that uh, everybody came together and 
you know, a kumbaya moment where you sit there and say, okay, guys, this is what it is? Or was there the acknowledgement within that, hey, guys, you know where we're at. This is what it's about, right? Let's get it together. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we, 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 we had we had a uh, Joey Porter meeting, a Joey Porter players-only meeting. Oh, that, well, that uh, had to be interesting. Yeah. Oh, very much so, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't just peasy. I mean, a lot a lot of veterans spoke. Okay, um, but uh, that 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 was the start, and that's that prior the to the final run, correct? Yeah. Okay. Prior to the final run, uh, we aired it out. Everybody got it. Everybody got on the same page. Everybody had a clear understanding after that roles, responsibilities, and what it meant. And from that from that moment forward. Nothing else needed to be said. Exactly so, and that's why we we're going to come. Or- <laughs> we got the marching orders. Indeed. All right, that's it for the first segment. You'll, we'll be back with more Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So if you're Mike Tomlin and you're turning over every stone, aside from the fact that you want to go six big men, which I agree with, aside from the fact that I want to go uh, hurry up in the very first um, series, winning the toss and so forth, a little bit of tempo, that sort of thing. Kind of kickstart things and see if you can shake it up a little bit. Uh, there's also, in turning over every stone, the return of some of the rolling stones that you might have, such as Joe Hayden or TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Joe Hegg, as I talked about before, JC Hassenauer, Robert Spillane, Carlos Davis, Isaiah Bugs. Again, the one that I didn't see was the Kevin Dotson I was hoping to see because the solidification of the interior of the offensive line. Let's face it. When you go through five left guards, five of them, and you're down to a, a young man, John LeGlue, who had never gotten any snaps in the NFL, had never made a start, makes a start in the midst of one of the most uh, tumultuous games you can play in, you know what I mean? And he, hey, you know what? Regardless of what you want to say, the kid battled out there, and I think he's shown that he's he's proven capable. He's going to be one of those guys that can, you know, you get in the offseason, you know what I'm talking about. You get on that Omaha Steaks, you start eating a lot of beef and everything else, get the squats going, build your strength up. You can really do something with it because the kid had feet. He could punch, comes off the ball. I think strengthening him is going to be a matter of getting in the weight room. But certainly, Max, you talk about these guys coming back, they can really provide a kickstart over the next month. Yeah, because you've got four opportunities and, you know, Depth is really important, especially this time of year, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's nicked up, everybody's bruised. So if you can give a guy one to two extra plays off in their rotation and not feel like they have to get in there and play, they have to be, you know, there when they're tired. That's when mistakes happen, right? When you when you're dog tired, 
and you know that there's no help coming. Right. Right. You, you know, that's when mistakes happen. But if you can add these guys back in, you can give some stability, especially you can give some leadership, I think. I think that's the other important thing, right? A voice of a Joe Haig in the locker room, in the huddle is important. The voice of a Joe Hayden in that secondary is important. And, you know, the depth of those young guys, a la Carlos Davis, a la Isaiah Bugs, along with the Montrevious Adams to give you rotational support in the middle, that also allows you more nuanced things to do, right? The more defensive linemen you have available. When you don't have those defensive linemen and, you just, and you're like, oh, we're working with a skeleton crew, it's not as good. Right. Doesn't, doesn't flow as easy. So if you can uh, if you can get that type of opportunity, that just makes things so much better. Think about if Cam Hayward gets one to two plays off when he comes back in there. Oh, absolutely. He's that much more ferocious. You know, you know, and then, of course. Well, I mean, just play that out over the course of a game. You know, you got roughly, what, uh, eight to ten drives, you know, so forth. If you can yeah. take off one to two plays – Let's say any anything over three and outs, you know, so you might have uh, three or four three and outs. So, I mean, you're talking about maybe a dozen plays that, that's a little less wear and tear, and you multiply that by four games, that's 48 reps. Believe you me, it adds up, does it not? It adds up, and just think about how much fresher he would be in those moments when he is playing, how much more effective he can be on a pass rush because he got that rest. Yes. And then you couple that with T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith being in there. The other important thing, you're getting Derek Tuska and Taco Charlton meaningful reps, right? Right. So they're getting they're getting more comfortable. But if you can get those guys, and you don't have to wear out a T.J. Watt because you can throw in a Taco Charlton and you feel right. good about it, or a Derek Tuska and you feel good about it, that's what you want to get to. That's the thing. You want it to be, I, I, need the, I need these lead dogs to hunt in critical situations. First and second, if we can get them off the field on first and second down, right, and ha, 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 have someone else playing, then bring them in for third down pass rush. Imagine if you let Cam and TJ sit on the sidelines and first and second down is taken care of and you get third along. Right. And you trot out a fresh Cam and a fresh TJ. Ooh. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I do. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you know if you're saying? playing, it, you don't want to yeah, see if that. I, if I'm playing as an offensive line, I don't want to see that. But, yes, <laughs> as, as a fan and broadcaster, I can't wait for it because I know what's going to happen. I, I already know the results of, of, of this type of They're going to tear it up. You know, they are going to tear it up, and they're going to cause problems and, and stress for that opposing offensive line. I have no doubts. Absolutely. Now, the thing I'll ask you is one of the things that I'm, I'm most curious about is the possibility of Robert Spillane coming back. And, and I will tell you this, too. I, I thought that Devin Bush did some good things this past weekend that uh, he has, you know, he attacked a little bit more. His, his, his little bit, he, there's a couple. Come on, you got to give him credit. Yeah. You know, we, he's, he's been he taking a lot of incoming, he's taking a lot of, a lot of heat. But, you know, when he stepped up, you encouraged that in some of the aspects that we've seen. He had a couple passes, defense, his coverage skills. Now, you know, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at things I want to feel good about. But the fact that Robert Spillane is coming back is something that I think 
is kind of significant. All you got to do is go back to that monumental hit of a year ago when he took on Derrick Henry and went downhill. I mean, like I said, in the Valhalla Hall of Fame, you know, of, of legendary linebacker hits, that hit will be amongst the hits that are talked about. That was such a tremendous, tremendous downhill bang. That is the very essence of when you say, show me a hit, a downhill banger, that's the hit. That's the one you want to see. No, you're absolutely right. I think also it was interesting that at the end of that Minnesota game, seeing some Buddy Johnson in there, um, you know, earning the trust of the uh, of the coaches so you wonder if there might even come a time in this where robert spillane and buddy johnson are in maybe maybe they take out both showbert both bush as second team depth and you give spillane the sec the second green dot that's i i'm 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 leaning that way my friend you know, I mean, very, I've, 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 let me put it this way. I've long been a fan of Robert Spillane, you know, since he came, just because of the fact, um, you know, he, besides the fact that he, he, you know, he's got the Mickey Spillane sort of moniker thing that I always found interesting. <laughs> you know who Mickey Spillane is, right? Okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, once uh, again, I do not, but. Oh, yeah, the writer. All right, you got you got to know that Mickey Spillane writing mysteries and stuff like that. You you know Alexander oh. Dumont, but you don't know Mickey Spillane. It is cla- classic. That's classic literature, though. I mean, that, well, that, that, I'm just okay. saying, okay. I mean, since you're what, throwing out what, the Alexander Mi- Dumont, Mi- Mickey, listen, uh, Mickey Spillane. What 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 was uh, what was Mickey's Mickey's favorite famous book? I can't remember. <laughs> I knew you were gonna pin me on it. The dead ah, dead gummit. Gotcha. Exactly. I'm like, come on. I, I, I mean, listen. If, if if you're gonna call me out on it, expect expect when 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 the when the rabbit has the gun that uh, you're gonna have to answer the same question. Yeah. I had a feeling that was gonna go sideways, but I had I had to go for it, and I thought, you know how it is. Here's the thing with with with, with Tunch with Chaluch when Chaluch would say something like that. He would just repeat it more forcefully if I called him on it. You know what I mean? So then you're starting to doubt, yeah. well, maybe he's got, you know, and then, you know, but no, you just you just went right for it, bud. Yeah, yeah. L- listen, listen, listen. <laughs> hey, we have four games left, Wolf. I have yeah. a lasting impression on you. I got to make I gotta make the play. I got to make the play. You already have made a lasting impression play. on yeah. me, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so you take a look at it. Or Robert Spillane and his ability for the downhill bang again. Um, that just I'm just wondering with Devin whether or not if you can take the body of work and you say, okay, we saw some things that we wanted to see a little bit in the Minnesota game, or are you just going to maybe uproot it and go with the Buddy Johnson a Robert Spillane combo? To me, that's that's too much of a drastic move. Um, but I, the insertion of those two, uh, giving those guys some reps in there, um, is something I, you know, I, I want to see. Well, I want to see it as well because I want to see if they can do it, right? Right. I, mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing is can you actually go in there and work as a tandem together? Because we've seen Robert Spillane by himself, right? And some of the dime stuff, right? We've seen Robert with Joe. We've seen Robert with Devin. So now it's time to see. Okay, if we well, if we don't have Joe and we don't have Devin, 
how does this look? You know, is there a significant drop off or not? You know, where do we need to fill the pool? Because let's face it, when you look at the free agency list after this year, pretty barren, pretty <laughs> barren. You got a lot. You got a lot of holes to fill. So I think it is apropos that you start getting a jump on it by creating these different matchups, and you hopefully it's creating competition on this team for guys who want to come back, for guys who want to continue to progress their NFL careers beyond the end of this season because it's it's pretty good. And, you know, when I look at the list, so I think probably next segment I'm going to pull it up and then we'll kind of walk through that and just talk about it. Sounds good. You know, the thing I will say is that you take a look at – you know, you, you you take a look at Marcus Allen. He's he's got some some qualities about him that you like. Uh, his his ability, you know, to move in there. But again, his his he's not big bodied enough to be the downhill banger. You know what I mean? Uh, the the Spillane, I, I I love the fact that he's he's so capable of taking on the blocks, a la the Vince Williams type of character that we knew. You know that you would have. Uh, playing on the linebacker there. Uh, Vince Vince had a lot of stuff going on. Vince had the most going on. I love I love Vince. I mean, he was on great. And off the field. Yeah. Vince was a one of a kind. You know. I, I mean, listen. He 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 knew what he, he knew what his strengths was, and he also knew what his weaknesses were, and he definitely let you know about all the strengths that he had, <laughs> and and he played to them. You know and. You know, also, you know, he 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 had what I, what I love, which every I think defensive guy has to have. You just have to have a dash of petty. You have to have a dash of petty in your system. Petty. You know okay, now explain. Dash of petty, especially when we're talking about defensive guys, you got to have a little little something that that gives you that edge. That gives the you pettiness. That you just can't Are you yeah, the pettiness. Okay, yeah, now you all right, have now a little you, bit of, you get okay. yeah yeah a dash of I'm sorry a dash of pettiness. Okay, you know I. I, I used to call it when uh, my good buddy out here, Bertram Barry, right. um, play defensive end. I used to call him Petty Crocker because he was always stirring stuff up. <laughs> um, and, and he he was he was he, I mean he was literally king of petty of pettiness. But a defensive player has to have a little bit of petty, right? right. A little bit of I got you back. I you know I, right. I I'm better than you by one. Yeah. Got to have that to have. That I will get you back if it takes me the whole game. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so. That that's where I think you know Vince Vince was that guy. He was that antagonist on the field, and he definitely got everybody else up. He got offensive players irritated, and it created that type of pseudo identity that the rest of the team had to live up to. Like, <laughs> shoot, okay, we got his back. All right, Vince did something else. All right, okay, <laughs> let's go out there and let's answer it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to break here. You got Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. And where pettiness counts in the locker room, we'll be back with more after Just this. Just a dash. <laughs> This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So it was back in the early 80s. We're talking about uh, pettiness. All right, that's because, you know, defensive guys, they got a little pettiness to them. They got to have that little get back thing going on all the time. So here I am, a young buck, you know, playing against the Cowboys in preseason. D.D. Lewis was an outside linebacker. I think he was a 12 or 13 year vet at this time. So I go out on a, a slide protection and um, 
I I knock him down and uh, he's he's like getting up on one knee and I drilled him while he was getting up. I mean it was it was a cheap shot, but it was kind of back in the eighties. That's the way it was. It was a it was a lot nastier. You know what I mean? What, what are you what, what are you talking about? That that's how it was back in, <laughs> back back when I played too in in, in the far off early two thousands in the twenty first century. Well, think about this: when when a guy's it, on it on one much. knee. <laughs> I mean, he's an old vet, and it's preseason. Normally, you know, you, you don't, you, there's, you don't. Well, it's the way it was. All right. So, anyhow, all right. Now, he, he, I am what I am. <laughs> so, so I, I drill yeah, exactly. So I'm going back to the huddle, and he goes, he goes, hey son, you know, because I was, I think it was a rookie, even maybe I can't remember, maybe my second, I don't know. And he goes, uh, I believe I owe you one. And I was like, kind of like snickered and laughed and said, yeah, if you can catch me. And so we played the rest of the first quarter. We played. Yeah, yeah. I learned. I learned. You can already tell what's coming. The second quarter. (laughs) All right. Uh, Back then, you know, we'd play like uh, three quarters, you know, of of offense and so forth. And so the third quarter, I'm on on a sweep and I'm coming around the corner and Dennis Thurman's the corner. I'm coming down. I am locked in. I see him. The horns are lowered. The flaps down. Just three steps or so before I palpitate him on the sidelines, there's an explosion in my ear that just rocked me as I blew sideways. <laughs> I, Max, I one hopped to the bench. I got one hopped to the bench. <laughs> I rolled up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm like begoggled. I am totally, totally, uh, like I, 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 I had no idea what uh, happened. Huh, it's like huh. exactly, and I look over and Dee Dee's standing uh, on the white stripe and is out of bounds, and he goes, "Son, I think that makes us even." <laughs> yeah. Did anybody and I, get the license plate of that train? Anybody get the license plate of that train? What happened no? there? <laughs> oh, you know, so I understand what you're yeah. saying. When you talk about pettiness, defensive guys, they've got if, – if, if they are got the slightest pettiness about them, it's about always equaling that last shove, push, what have you. They're going to they're gonna be oh. there. Listen, listen. They, they keep a mental notebook, and they've got to right every wrong. It's like a revenge list. You yes, know? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Greg <laughs> Wolfley. I am. <laughs> Check. It's like Santa going. It's like Santa going through the naughty and nice list right before yes. Christmas. Yeah. You know? It's like ah, uh, what, 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 what did old Craigie do? Yeah, there it is. Oh, Maxie. Okay, we got it. Did you punch him in the throat? Well, I did. Okay. All right. Well, then you wonder why you got your face mask right. Yeah, what okay. happened? All right. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Give and take. Give and take. That's what the world's all about. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, I was just laying there and thinking, you got to be kidding me. He waited that long to pull the trigger on something. That's that's having a long memory, man. That is having a long I mean, memory. That, that, that's borderline premeditated. You know, when we're talking about laws and rules. Uh, but no, I mean, but but that's how it, that's how it goes. I mean, that, that's the way that you know you have to kind of function on the football field, right? You know, wh- whatever extra edge you need to manufacture within yourself, you know, pettiness is one of those. It's easy to pull up <laughs> in the memory banks. Like, okay, you know what? All right, I remember that he he tried he tried to reverse cut me, or or you know you know I think about it like this. You know, when when you get when when there's a sudden change like an interception, right? 
or some type of fumble that gets recovered and you're trying to make the play and all of a sudden defense flips to offense, offense flips to defense in that moment on the field with the existing personnel, you know, I, my head's on a swivel. I'm like, okay, what DB did I hit earlier in this game that might try and come back and blindside me, <laughs> right? You know, you start thinking about all of those things play into your head. You're like, oh, man, okay. Now, I'll never forget Donnell Ellerby. Oh, okay. Ed Reed had an interception. Um, and I remember Ellerby, I, I had pinned him on on a counter play to our side earlier in the game. Okay. And I kind of and I, and I saw the pile behind him fall starting to fall down, so what do I do? Give a little extra pressure up top so that he's off balance, mm. right? So mm -hmm. that when you do get him to the pile, he does he he can't rebound from it. He has to go over the top. <laughs> so you put him over the top of the pile. Man, that interception, I'll never forget. Ed Reed caught it in the end zone. We're going into the clothing of uh of um whatever I forgot what their stadium M&T Bank Stadium there you go and I'm like oh man I'm about to make another tackle on Ed Reed I had like I, I think in my career I think I tackled Ed like three times on the interception <laughs> um, wow so I'm like oh man I get lined up I know how to tackle Ed like he always obeys guys but I, I can get to him so he kind of he kind of goes to my right and I kind of chase and I'm kind of looking out the corner of my I'm like okay nobody then Ed does a reverse back to the left, and I come. And oh. I'm like, okay, oh, there's Ellerby. There's Ellerby. Okay. Well, he can't hit me because I'm technically past him, so he can't hit me from behind unless that's a penalty. Ed reverses one more time, and guess who's standing there as soon as I turn my head around? <laughs> he waited Ellerby. on you on three oh, and, and two or three he, reversals of the field. He waited on me, and he caught me in my lower hip. And, I mean, it was depleted. I prided myself in never getting depleted mm -hmm. uh, on, on interception because everybody's looking for it. But, man, oh, man, he caught me so good that time. And I, I was like, oh, mother. I, I was so mad. I was so mad. It was like, And this was, like year, this was like year eight or nine of my career. And I'm just pissed <laughs> at this one. I'm like, I got got. And, you know, I just remember seeing Flozell. When Flozell would get on, would get on an interception – Oh yeah. Nobody hit Flozell. <laughs> because Flozell would grab you by the face mask and sling you. you oh know, like o Ozell was I mean he was he was he was like Shrek on the field. I mean he was just a big burly. He was ogre. strong, wasn't he? Strong as all get out. When he slapped you on the back like as a joke, you're like <laughs> you know <laughs> you're like, God dang, what did I do? What what are you doing? I'm like, why are you hitting me so hard? Oh, my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> but, man, I'll never forget that yet. He grabbed one dude by the face mask and slung him on the field, and, and the ref was scared to throw the flag. It was, it was one of those. I was like, oh. Do you remember the fight he had on the practice field? Um, they were trying to separate, and all of a sudden I see him reach over, and he grabbed somebody's face mask and pulled the helmet off, and for a brief moment I wondered if the dude's head was still in the helmet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. The grass that Flo had was was unmatched. I was like, man, if your hand, if Flo got his hands on you, and yeah. everybody you say, you can even ask Cam Hayward, right? Ask Cam when Cam used to have to go up against Flo, right? Once those hands hit you, that was it. You just stopped, <laughs> like because there there was no fighting it. Because once he once he got you in, in in the in the clutch, right? It was over with. It, it was, was over with. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're you're done. You're just like. All right, next play. Next play. I'm good. <laughs> Blow the whistle. 
learn the lesson here, guys. <laughs> Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. No, the running back is gone. The quarterback has thrown the ball. You, we can stop the play. We can stop the play now. Because if it went any further or you felt like you got uh, – and, and talk about petty. Listen, don't get, don't get one over on Flo. <laughs> Flo will make you pay. And, and Sooner that was or later. One of the, kind of the cool things that I was like, man, I was like, that was that was one of the moments where I'm like, okay, that is grown man strength right there. <laughs> yep. Even as me as a vet, I'm like, I'm a vet, but I'm I, I, I'm a rookie compared to the experience level that Flo had. Right. And he played on those. And he played on those. Dallas. Think about this. His yep. left guard was Larry Allen. Yes. Could you imagine having to do a twist stunt on their side? Unbelievable. I mean, that would be like running into the Great Wall of China. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that wall still stands, and people don't. <laughs> yeah, they no <laughs> doubt about it, that's for sure. Yeah. Who was the exactly. right tackle for the Dallas? Because he was, he was, he was it, pretty crazy, was, too. Uh, Who was that? Um, um, God, it was. Uh, and he was, he was pretty tough dude himself. That was a great offensive yeah. line they had in Dallas then. They, they, they had they had a great – God, I can't think of who it was. No, I can't either, but ah, – we'll, we'll, we'll think about it. It'll come to. Let me ask you something. Mike Tomlin says he's going to put the guys in pads again um, today. I, I, yes. Can you can you put can you actually have back to back back to back pads days? You, you can't. The way they made it, I think it was after was it week twelve or week ten. You only have four opportunities for padded practices. Okay. So you have to pick it, and you can't go back to back. You have okay. four of them total. All right. That you can use because remember they utilized it. After Cincinnati going into Baltimore, right, they right. utilized the padded practice. After that, there was none the for result. the Thursday night game. So you got, yeah, none for the Thursday. Yeah. I hope, man, I hope they have a good padded practice. Chuck used to always yeah. use that as, you know, well, we were always in pads. It really wasn't, but they, whenever you heard the war cry of back to basics, then you knew things were going to get really bad over the bad that they were already bad, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Piled yeah. on. Yeah, piled exactly. On. <laughs> because it's just going to be – It's back to basics meant a return to the training camp sort of fundamental type thing where there's more one-on-ones, there's more conditioning, there's more fights, more of everything. You know, it's just a, – it's a bad week. But anyhow, the point being is, you know, for these guys, they've got to take advantage of those padded practices because that's where so much of where the problems lie. You know, especially yeah. you watch the linebackers. It's not so much in, in the fact that they don't have the skills to come up and, and, and bang. It's that I think they, they're not attacking fast enough. You know, that's part yeah. of the problem is, is in their ability to read and then excel his, their C-do, as Mike Tomlin calls it. See it, then do it. Yeah, well, I think also it, it also raises the level of anxiety, right? You know, it's different fighting over the top of a guy on a, on, on a run block right? in shells versus with pads, right? Because right. you have something, A, that can be hit harder. Yes. And, B, you have to deal with that physical thing on you that guys can grab. Right. And so it teaches you how to fight through with aggression. In spider shells, you're not, right? I mean, the guy's coming up, he's not he's not he's he's going to butt you up, but he's he's not, he's not trying to he's not trying to forcefully throw you. And I feel like when you get pads on, it gives you that level of 
all right, this is going to be a lot. This is going to be a lot more contact, and 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 that's what the game is. The game is all Hello. about contact and how and how you displace that opposing force, right? That's the whole job. So when you get into a practice op- opportunity where you can simulate it without being in a game where it costs you, that gives you valuable reps. That gives you a valuable opportunity to learn and to also work on your on on your skill set. You know, that's the big thing. You've got to be able to swim over the top, right? To fight the block from the backside, right? If it's if it, if it's something where it's a known cutback, you have to be able to fight and swim over the top so that you're in that hole. Because like when a Dalvin Cook decides to cut back and you're getting washed down and because you've been in shells or you're a little tired, a little sore, you don't fight as hard over the top and then you end up being a step late. But in practice, you get to have that. And then you now in game are like, uh-oh, I remember this in practice. Boom, this is how I need to react because last time I did it, I didn't react as fast enough and I need to go with more force, and I'll fall into the – that's what we talk about, guys, falling into plays. Right. That's what that creates. That creates that opportunity for you to fall into plays to be in position for the future. That's exactly the point. You know, the thing about it is so many of the drills that, that – let me give you an example. Functionally, that help you so much. All right, one-on-ones, all right, for an offensive-defensive lineman. That's pretty much as tough a pass rush as you're going to face given the fact that the guy's not worried at all about run keys, anything like that. It's one-on-one. He's got all that out there. Um, that's It's a and great – no chips. Yeah. No chips either. Exactly. And so, you know, that, that to me, that's just a great opportunity to be able to strengthen your one-on-one skills. But at the same time, they now when they do the drill, they if the guy kind of whips you, you don't get a chance to, like, recover. You know what I mean? The recovery yeah. ability – 50% of pass pro is recovering from a possible bad position that you might get yourself into. And you've got to be able to have those instincts to recover and, and be able to do the things you need to do to make sure that you've, you, know, you take care of the block when, in fact, you, know, you don't get that opportunity to work on it in, 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 in practice. Yeah, and, and also, you know, for the offensive lineman, it, it teaches you self-reliance. Yes. Right? Don't become dependent upon the free guy yes. don't become dependent on the chip guy right the body presence guy like at the end of the day i still have to block you yeah especially as a tackle like as a tackle you're on the island more often than not when the interior guys are free they're helping other interior that's guys. why i hated it <laughs> yeah, when they moved me not to tackle when the only reason they gave me was that all the left tackles were hurt and i was the tallest guard by a half inch come on <laughs> But 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 you appreciated it, right? When you went oh, back yeah. to guard, yes. and you understood the importance. Like, if I'm free, let me go look at my tackle. Yeah, let me help my tackle. He he might need some inside help. Right. You know, when, when when you don't do that, right, you're like, oh, let me just help the center, or the center's just double stop signs, right? He's just right crossing guard at school. It's like, no, no. If you're free, go hit, <laughs> go hit. You see ribs, find somebody, you see shoulders, find work, right. Don't stay unemployed on the play. <laughs> what was it called? Don't don't get a Belushi, right? You get a Belushi. Yeah, Belushi's, yeah. Yeah, Belushi's. John Belushi, yeah. yeah. when you're looking yeah. around and do nothing. You're looking around. You're, you're, you're busy doing nothing just to make sure you're, you're busy. You're just moving around, looking around, and you're running downfield. No, that, that's a Belushi, and that, that's fineable by $500. <laughs> Let's take it to a break. You're, we're done with the first hour. How can you not break on a Belushi? That's just – Awesome. Right, can't, can't. Uh, <laughs> That's classic. 
All right. You got Wolf Starts and the Ninjas. We'll be back with the second hour after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.